Howdy folks, and welcome to Dashboard Chats. As the name implies, we are recording mini-segments from our dashboard on the drive between our main interviews to discuss the tales and urban legends that aren't quite fit for the mic. That's right. Man, ain't every topic right for interviewing, but that don't make it any less interesting. With that, I'm Harrison, the Florida man. And I'm Aaron, the cheesehead. Today we come to you from the southernmost cross-country highway and our main road to the west, I-10. I ain't no stranger to I-10. Wife and I actually took this route before, plumbed from Jacksonville, Florida to Santa Monica, California. It's about a 2,500 some odd miles of open road. Real open road. <laughs> Serious open road. Exciting. Duh. Some parts are. Right now is the fun part, but you hit the desert and the landscape just kind of goes on and on and on. The dirt devils are pretty cool, though. Little dirt tornadoes. Dirt devils? Mm-hmm. Wonder if they're any relation to our friend with the chair. I hope not. <laughs> anyway, we just left St. Augustine where we interviewed a real-life mermaid. But I feel like there's just so much more to unpack. Oh, definitely. Like, we barely even touched on the Fountain of Youth. Well, Flagler College is said to have one. Uh, then there's the Fountain of Youth Archaeological Park. De Leon Springs also said to have their own Fountain of Youth, which I've actually canoed around with three broken ribs like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, De Leon Springs, they got this all-you-can-eat pancake house inside of a historical mill. So anyone in the neighborhood they ought to check it out for the pancakes, if anything else. Hmm. Flapjacks, baby. Mm-hmm. A serious question, though. If there are so many Fountain of Utes in Florida, why do so many Florida residents look so ghastly? They can they can use some of that sweet water from the Fountain of Utes. Young and beautiful. <laughs> Wowzers. Kind of cool to have a Fountain of Utes at a college, though. Flagler, you said? Yeah, uh, Flagler College is it's actually I mean, it's a real gem. Uh, college itself was founded only in 1968, but it encompasses some of uh, St. Augustine's most incredible structures, including the Ponce de Leon Hotel, Built in 1888. I mean, mm-hmm. damn, it's over 100, what, 20 almost, 120 some odd, 112 years old. <laughs> Remarkably, though, the electricity in the hotel and, and now the college was installed by none other than Thomas Edison himself. And it had its interior design, stained glass included, headed by Louis Tiffany of the Tiffany Glass Company. Hot knobs, Flagler College is like a true time capsule. Only a time capsule worth millions in the nuances alone. Mm-hmm. So the college yeah. has connections to Tiffany, Edison, and Ponce de Leon. Actually, it has zero connection with Ponce de Leon. Uh, in fact, Ponce has no ties to the legendary Fountain of Youth whatsoever. All right, now you're just yanking my chain. I ain't yanking you, man. Yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'd find your citations myself, but I'm driving, so... Well... Yeah, I got my phone charged up, so I'll give her a go. Go for it. Tell me I'm wrong, I swear. Well, she ain't gonna find anything to contrary. According to SmithsonianMag.com, the Spanish conquistador Ponce de Leon indeed never sought out the Fountain of Ute. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'll be darned. Told you. Says in the year 1513, Juan Ponce de Leon departed Puerto Rico for the then unexplored Bahamas, seeking to recoup the diminishing favor in the eyes of the crown only to stumble upon Florida by mistake. Sounds like he cared a lot more about clout than immortality. <laughs> also sound like he needed a lot more clout. 
There's stuff that's already been already been discovered too. <laughs> they're not even finding new stuff. Right? Yeah. I mean, there are people here, people living here long before his dumb ass showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Why him became a Columbus? Seriously, man. Well, according to historian J. Michael Francis of the University of South Florida, who has spent decades sifting through contracts and correspondence with Spain, absolute zilch mentions or even implies a quest for the Fountain of Youth. Man, there you go. Hmm. Apparently, the fable of the Fountain of Youth began with a satirical piece made simply for Ponce de Leon to look like a gullible doofus by a man named Good luck. Gonzalo Fernandez de Oviedo y Valdez. Nailed it. Wow. <laughs> that is a mouthful. Seems like de Leon was pushed out of Puerto Rico in favor of Oviedo's pal, Diego Columbus. Mm. Oh, son of Christopher Columbus. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Politics, man. Yeah, we mentioned Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides and how they featured mermaids, much to Crescendia's distaste. Oh, Crescendia. But uh, the same film features the Fountain of Youth as well. Sure did. The movie, though, had Blackbeard. I mean, come on, of all people. Not only in search of the Fountain of Youth, but dying at the sight of it. I mean, come on. Yeah. All of this despite archaeologists knowing damn well since at least 1996 that Blackbeard met his end off the coast of North Carolina, and they're actively excavating the remains of his ship, the the, the Queen, Queen Anne's Revenge. Yeah, Disney, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know... Disney don't got a monopoly on mermaid films, though. Hmm? Anime like Lou Over the Wall on Netflix and uh, Ponyo. I think it's on HBO Max. I don't know. <laughs> um, which I also was a take on. Ponyo was a take on uh, uh, Little Mermaid. Mm. They were fantastic spins on all the legends. Uh, yep. Stephen Chow. Uh, Stephen Chow's film, The Mermaid. Little Mermaid, yeah. Man, it's pretty stellar. Stephen Chow? Love him. Isn't, isn't that the star and creator of Shaolin Soccer and Kung Fu Hustle? The one and only. Huh. Oh, he's speaking under number one. Hmm? How about a pit stop? You read my mind. Beats using all these empty Gatorade bottles at any rate. Oh, uh, what rate exactly? Mine. Oh, well. <laughs> Thanks, folks, for joining us for this Dashboard Chats. We'll try to do one each week in between the tailgate interviews, so be sure to tune in. Further more, we'd love to answer any questions you might have regarding the topics we've discussed or stories you may have on your own. Just email us at the tailgate podcast at gmail.com and check us out on the Instagram at the tailgate podcast for photos, cast info, updates, and more. Oh, also, yeah, also, if, if any of you guys are fluent in Spanish and, and want to correct us, man, it ain't gonna hurt our feelings. We, we know we're butchering this beautiful language, Just let us know. Let us know how to pronunciate these words. We, yes, we will. Uh, we will. Yeah. We will take it to heart. I'm from the the America's Dairyland, right in the heart there. So we didn't have too many uh, Spanish folks up there. What is what's dairy in Spanish? I know, I know leche. Leche is milk, right? Oh, for milk. Leche. Yeah. Leche. Very difficult and confusing with lechuga, which is lettuce. <laughs> All right, well, see you later, tailgaters. Tailgatorade bottles. We don't hit that bathroom soon. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, by the way, you know that 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 Gatorade was actually made right here by the uh, by the University of Florida. Florida, uh, uh, yeah, the Florida Gators. I thought it was just some guy went out and like milked a gator and made Gatorade. Yeah, I ain't sure. I ain't sure you can just walk up no no gator and yank on no udder. I don't think they even have udders. I don't know what they I don't know how they milk anything. <laughs> gator milk. Man, you imagine? Depends on how much meth he did. Oh my god. No, we do have meth alligators though. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh you uh people people have been 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 flushing so much meth down the toilet and stuff so they ain't get caught with it and uh 
Yeah, so um, um, so a lot of news has been talking about you know these these potential hyperly aggressive alligators being being uh, buzzed on meth. Meth gators. Man, they ain't. I really wish I didn't know that. Seriously, didn't they make didn't they make a movie out of that crawl? <laughs> crawl? Yeah, crawl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you know. Uh, it take, takes place in the crawl space, like this, 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 this basement, this basement uh, in Florida during a hurricane. And, um, and let me tell you how. First off, I've lived there over 30 years in Florida. I know one person with a basement, and it weren't even to be a basement. It was a, 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 it was a bomb shelter. Oh my god! Complete with a, a submarine hatch and everything. It was made during the 50s, sure. uh, during the Cuban Missile Crisis. So at least there was a reason behind it. But man, you start digging in Florida to build them things, you're gonna hit water. You're right. Ain't smart. So right off the bat, man, that movie, you ain't going to have no basement space like that. Can you imagine? Yeah, man, I love how in Crawl, every damn gator's suddenly like 15 feet long, giant, yep. yeah, like uh, hyper-aggressive, bloodthirsty creatures. I mean, come on, they ain't like that. Especially during the day, man, they don't do nothing but just catch sun. They're lazy. <laughs> and again, you know, just to, just to, just to be clear, mm zero to, to one people die a year in Florida by alligator by alligator fatalities. I mean, a lot of little dogs die, but a lot more people are, are, are attacked, but seriously, zero to one. I feel like a couple high-profile cases have made it out to be much bigger than it is here, but, man, it is so rare to die from an alligator. Yeah, and I, I feel like the only places that I've ever seen alligators that are that big are in zoos, Gatorland, uh, SeaWorld, mm the animal kingdom yeah yeah i mean I, most most big gators are moved to places like that because I mean, mm-hmm. you don't want to harm them i mean they're they're huge or something they're a sight to behold so a lot of zoos and stuff gravitate towards them but yeah you go in the you know going to the the everglades you'll find some 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 pretty damn big gators i had a 14 footer come up to my boat once Woof. uh i mean actually yeah well i'm from the, the circle b bar ranch <laughs> man it's a, it's a nature preserve maybe a mile or two from my house it's got I mean, like a 14 to 15 foot gator, and I mean, there, there's even even news footage of that bad boy um, swallowing up uh, like a six foot, five six foot gator, like ain't nothing. Oh, isn't that also the one where like um, the gigantic one was like just casually walking across the trail? Yeah, no, man, yeah, the the, the video footage. That's a no, thank you for me. Uh, oh, and we, we will put these we'll put these videos up uh, for you guys on on Instagram. Also, I'll try to find the the old footage of my hometown so you can see this giant gator. I think one video even puts the fucking Jurassic Park music behind <laughs> behind it. <laughs> can you imagine if we had nuclear powered alligators? I mean, I could talk about gators all day, but uh, I am about to pee my britches, so... (laughs) All right, seriously, bye. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you all for joining us for the latest episode of Dashboard Chats. Aaron the Cheesehead is played by Aaron Cherry. You can check out his YouTube channel, So Can You, or on Instagram at Aaron Unabridged. Harrison the Florida Man is played by Harrison Foreman. Theme song performed by Matt Jones. This episode was written by Harrison Foreman and edited by Aaron Cherry. <laughs>